Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of The Rowdy Buddhist. I hope that you're doing well. Sorry that we haven't made any podcasts in a while. I hope that if you're able to, please join us in the morning at Rowdy Buddhist uh, YouTube. You can be able to join us for morning dhyana meditation. Today I want to talk about in the concept and uh, direction of meditation, the idea of the right attitude. This is very essential Because in order to succeed, we need to approach this practice in a specific way, specific manner, a relaxed manner, free from judgment and expectations. That's essential. This is the idea of mindfulness, too, that we simply observe. We don't add any judgment or expectations. We practice because we know that eventually we will attain uh, different levels of awakening, as the Buddha taught us. This is the idea where faith comes in, but also in that uh, we allow ourselves to experience rather than uh, constantly um, belittle ourselves through judgment and expectations. Although we may start out this way without these ideas, we may understand we can easily and very easily slip into a critical striving attitude when faced with problems such as uh, the many issues that you experience, such as wandering mind, sleeplessness, uh, sleepiness, being sleepy, falling asleep, and impatience. These are really, you know, usual experiences that people have when practicing. That These attitudes become the greatest impediment or blockage for us, uh, for our continued practice. It usually is what stops us dead. Um, when words like struggle or difficult come to our mind, or if we feel like we're trying really hard but we're not really making any progress, It's important that at this moment we use this as we understand in meditation that this is something that needs to be examined. Um, It's said in Buddhism that when a particular issue comes up, it's basically coming up, it's manifesting itself, it's karma. It's to show that it needs to be taken care of, it needs to be um, observed, okay? And that's important because usually we then, in the usual mindset, simply try to avoid and change the subject. But in reality, it means that we must um, pay special attention and that this is something that we, that has arisen and we need to work through. Okay. Meditation is a series of simple tasks, easy to perform, um, that only needs to be repeated until we experience and get the benefit So simply doing it to do it. So where is the sense of difficulty or exertion coming from in our mind? We usually describe a task as difficult because we're dissatisfied with our performance, which which usually means to us that we start judging ourselves. We start judging the process. And again, as I've stated before, this is the reason why a teacher is very essential. Okay. Simply, your expectations haven't been met, and maybe you're starting to doubt whether you'll even ever ever succeed, Um, and this absolutely can sap your motivation and, of course, dissuade you from continuing your practice. So you're not actually struggling with meditating. You're struggling with simply your unrealistic expectations and perhaps even an idealized image of what you think should be happening. Again, this is again why an important aspect of practice is having a teacher, one who's able to uh, allow you to stop, uh, investigate, and, and also these shoulds, 
such and such should be happening, etc. That that can be a very big problem because again, <clears throat> until you've realized or understood or had the experience through the practice, you really don't know what that should is. So therefore, again, the mind starts to, uh, of course, implement or impose itself on us, and we make up all kinds of things, usually at our own detriment. So as a result, it feels like you're forcing yourself to do something. You think that you usually are not very good at. You just immediately, maybe underneath a lot of people, one of the biggest challenges is that they don't have confidence in themselves. If you believe those feelings, the ego naturally wants to avoid blame, so it puts the blame back on you and and says that you don't have the ability. If you can convince yourself that you've been trying really hard, then the ego doesn't feel guilty for not meeting its own self-imposed expectations. You can blame the teacher. A lot of people do that. The method or concoct a story about how meditation isn't right for you. I hear it all the time, every excuse in the book. The real issue isn't that meditation takes too much effort or that something is innately wrong with you. It's your judgment and expectations that need to be examined. And again, this is the purpose of meditation, that um, we have to come into, uh, have to come face-to-face with these issues within our mind. That is what we're purifying through this practice. So, all of those things, um, meditation is, of course, just the condition, uh, the, the condition that brings about these, uh, revealing these aspects of our mind. But in reality, these aspects we also consider towards our life. And this is, of course, as the Buddha says, the causes of suffering. So let us let go of expectations and generate an attitude of faith, trust, and confidence. Faith in the method that the Buddha taught us. We believe that the Buddha attained enlightenment, so therefore we follow his teachings. This is a very important aspect of trust that needs to be um, deepened uh, on a daily basis and through uh, one's experience of their life and practice of Buddhism. Also trust that the results will come with continued practice. And finally, confidence in your own ability. One of the aspects of Buddhism that talks about this confidence is the idea of understanding and acknowledging Buddha nature. Uh, this is an aspect of loving kindness meditation, in that the concept that of this negative or ignorant self, we understand that within that there is a Buddha nature that can be revealed, as Nichiren Shonin said, through faith, uh, through study and practice. So, therefore, this is why we um, engage and stays focused for that. Okay. Joyful effort and diligence are the right attitude. This is what the remedy for the poison of self-doubt and uh, lethargy. Rather than striving, focus on the positive, pleasant pleasant elements of each session, joyfully repeating the same simple tasks as many times as needed to achieve a goal. There's a saying within all the Yoga Sutras that once somebody gets to a specific point in their practice. And the sattvic, which is one of the three gunas, the matter of the world, our mind, these are the three states. The sattvic being the pure state, that as we purify our mind through practice and study, as we go through all of those challenges, uh, as we come face to face with all of those issues, um, we begin to purify our mind where practice becomes easy and that we actually look forward to it. So therefore, um, 
the practicing, the challenge of practicing is no longer there, that one actually looks forward to it. So this is an absolute state that you can attain. <clears throat> this is precisely what diligence means. With spiritual practice in general, and meditation in particular, small measures repeated consistently produce huge results. So that is why I say it's okay to have a shorter practice, but as long as it is a consistent practice, that is important. We will be able to get large, uh, huge results rather than simply um, doing big spurts of practice and then falling by the wayside. Keep it uh, manageable, simple, and as you practice, naturally you'll grow in the Dharma. The only place for great effort in meditation is in adjusting your schedule to actually spend more time practicing. There is the commitment, <clears throat> there is the vow that one uh, wishes to attain enlightenment and going from wishing to desiring and then from desiring to vowing. That one understands and all of the great teachings that I've read all need this moment of Atta, which now, after, after you've heard all of the teachings of the Buddha, after you've read the Lotus Sutra, etc., that tells you that there is the state of attainment, that there is the state of mind that is available, we can attain enlightenment. That with that, we then have to engage in practice. We have to engage in the actual bones, the actual physical study, the actual physical practice. And without that, there is no Buddhism, as Nichiren Shonen reveals to us. Realize that there are no failures in meditation, except for actually failing to do practice. As many teachers have said, uh, a good meditation is one you did. The only meditation, the only bad meditation, is the one that you didn't do. That's very essential. So take her wise advice to heart, and keep this in mind as you go forward. And I appreciate all of you for your support. I hope that you will continue and be able to direct your mind towards uh, positive practice and work towards enlightenment. Thank you very much. Namu Miwaringi Kyo.